Lewis on your calls. Back at it again. We got a special guest today, Miss Helen Reed on Instagram for quite some time. Very encouraging. She has some great artwork. So we're going to just discuss a little bit today, just what intrigues her about the paranormal and a little bit about her drawings and just getting to know her. So Helen, question number one, or if you don't mind, introduce yourself to the podcast. Hi, hi, I'm Helen Hernandez. Um, as you said, I follow you. Um, I'm really interested in the work that you guys do. I think it's really fun what you guys do and everything that you post. So that's me. Well, and I'm a writer. I'm a writer. Oh, you're a writer. I'm a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you draw pretty well too. I'm very impressed. I I've been looking at some of your drawings ever since you started following me. Did you? Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Did you draw throughout? Ah, uh, yeah. My father is a painter. So oh. He does a lot of oil paint, paint, painting, and he's um he does a lot of surrealism and stuff. So. Gotcha. Um, I grew up with that in the house, and he taught me a little bit, but when I was a young girl, I took um, two classes, two design classes, and um, I really never drew um, in my 20s, but then one day I, I decided to start practicing, and you know, and then I just picked it up you know, again, and that's That's, that's really it? Cool. No, it's yeah, just, it's self-taught. Self-taught, that's impressive. I think sometimes it's never it's never too late to to do it. Right. Exactly. And if you have a passion for anything, I always say just do it. You know, and practice like is perfect. So just keep doing it and keep doing it and then it becomes really um, fluid in the way that you, you start drawing. That's so that's so that's so funny. Think- yeah, that's so funny you mentioned that because I, I one of the things that I've been incorporating more and more is just helping people and kind of when you have a platform to fall back on, it's just encouraging Cal, like what you said, go for it. And I hear, you know, like for example, someone like yourself is not really an investigator. You know, you kind of are intrigued with it and you watch and this is kind of like something that just intrigues you. But I always like to hear people's perspectives and stuff like that. What got you involved with the paranormal, if you don't mind me asking? So, um, the reason that I'm always interested in it is because from very young, um, I've experienced certain things, so I'm always interested in hearing other people's experiences because, you know, when it happens to you and you're young, you, you know, you get new parents and they're, they're trying not to scare you, so they tell you, oh, you know, that really didn't happen or, yeah. you know, it was a dream or, and you know, it wasn't, and then it happens, um, again and then you start to question certain things so yeah. uh, for me I'm always um, interested with, with, in people that do like what you do because I've never had the guts to come out and <laughs> say hey this happened to me or these things happen because you know there is a little bit of a stigma to yeah. it um, you know involved where they think oh she's crazy or yeah. she's or anything like that so yeah. I um so I'm always really impressed by well, you know, guys like you that actually go yeah. and do the research. So yeah, that's so my thing is a two part where I experience certain things throughout my life, and then the um, just the admiration of people being brave enough to go and speak it because the things that have happened to me, I've never sought them out. They just happened to me. Yeah. No, it is, it is a, a 
a unique perspective about going through it. And because I, I'll, I'll be lying to you if I didn't say there's sometimes that I do kind of get scared and it just kind of gets intrigued about it uh, because you just don't know. You're just kind of, you're in a room that has stories and people have told stories there and you're just kind of waiting. And you want something to happen, but then you kind of don't want something to happen. <laughs> you want it to happen, but you're kind of hoping it doesn't. Yeah, yeah that's true. I can, I can only imagine. I don't, you know. Um, I grew up in a pretty old house, so, it, you know, it was always something like, oh, please, in this moment that I'm going up these stairs, please don't let nothing happen, you know, but then... But then when you get up the stairs, you're kind of like, oh, I wish something would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, I, in the moment, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally, that's how high it is when you go on an investigation. You just, you want something to happen because you just want those that kind of don't believe or we have their opinions about it just to kind of have some validation for them. But uh, one of the reasons why, so when, the whole thing, like I was telling you, was about, you know, this thing to prove my dad wrong. And the funny thing about it was the reason why Cal incorporated something unique in the investigations. And I kind of told, told you this a few months ago that I want people to join me was people were telling me, Cal, like what you said, I wish I could do it. I wish I had, you know, the guts to go or whatever it may be. So I, it was so weird. I tell, you know, my team that one day I'm just brushing my teeth and I was thinking about multiple comments and I was like, how can I bring them with me? But you, there's a lot of factors. You, you live in Florida, you know, people live different parts of the United States or even the world. And one day it just came to me, I'm brushing my teeth and it just hit me like someone just hit me in the head. I was like, hey, Instagram does live streams. How about I do, you know, a competition or a contest to see who wants to join me? And they could ask questions and they can, you know, not physically be there, but at least they could be there spiritually and ask questions and kind of for that time frame be a part of the investigation. So I came up with the idea and I didn't see anyone else doing it. So that's how the concept became that. Oh. Hey, Helen. Helen. Sorry about that. Recording. What happened? Oh, it starts recording? Oh, it just stopped recording? Oh. Yeah, it said thank you and stopped recording. That's what it said. For whatever reason, like, like the first time, switch the battery though. So for the first time, like the first time we did this, it was perfect. Like we, we talked for about an hour because usually it was just me and, and Luz doing it and then we started incorporating people into it. But then like the last two weeks it's been acting weird. Like I don't know if they anchor created some type of time limit. But before yeah we talked to our previous guests for like an hour and nothing happened. So I don't know what's going on. But we'll stay like if anything gets cut off, we'll just send me a Yeah, just call me back again. Okay. So you were saying about you were brushing your teeth. Oh, sorry. So yeah, I was uh, I was getting a comment, multiple people just asking, it's kind of like what you were saying. I wish I could join you. I wish I can 
have the courage to do it. And then I was thinking about how can I incorporate individuals into the investigation. And then it just hit me, like when I was brushing my teeth, it just hit me in the back of the head, kind of like, hey, Instagram does live streams. So then that's when the idea came from being able to bring people on the investigation. And even though they physically can't be there, at least you can ask questions and for that time frame be a part of it. So yeah, a lot yeah, of people loved it, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's neat because then you you build that community also. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. It was a big hit, but I haven't done it. Like I did the live stream part of it, and then that was kind of like our last investigation. And this past investigation, we didn't have really good Wi-Fi, so we really couldn't do it. But I'm thinking that I'm gonna do it a little better because it's like anything else is trial and error. And the bad thing about a live stream is everyone's watching. So if nothing happens, it kind of becomes boring and people don't really want to watch the video once you upload it because they saw the live stream. So if I do it next time, I'll do like a Skype call. And at least with the Skype call, that individual has a connection with us and there isn't no one asking questions on the comments or nothing like that. So like anything else, you just, yeah, you just kind of have to trial and error with it. But Right, right. You just try a bunch of different things and then the one that works best for you. And yeah. That'll be your, you know, your cure. <laughs> exactly, like you know. Exactly. When you go with. Exactly, but uh, what's been the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Um, the scariest, uh, the one that I always remember was the first thing that ever happened to me, but that wasn't the scariest. Um, the scariest thing that happened to me was um, I was. Um, in college, and I went back to college as an adult, and my, um, I was married with my son, and I would, I would study really late, so I didn't want to wake them up, so I would go into the back den, and sometimes I would fall asleep there. Okay. Um, so I would go to the back den, and I would study, I would do everything I had to do, and then, um, I would just kind of doze off. Well, that night, um, I don't know why I just decided to stay in the back room. Um, I guess because I had just been falling asleep there and just thought to myself, well, I'll just stay here like every other night that I was falling asleep. Yeah. But that, but that night I was just, um, this is going to be, um, I have to tell you a little bit of the backstory, but um, I'm divorced, so at the time my ex husband and I were, were uh, at odds. Okay. So we were, yeah, so um, I decided that I was going to stay in the back room, and um, but he would often come in, the, you know, like around one o'clock in the morning and just check on us. So he would yeah. check on me, he would check on my son, on our son, and just he would just check the house. Yeah. So I had laid down on the couch, and the couch was one of those big couches mm -hmm. that have, like, and it could turn into, how can I put it, uh, big ottomans. Okay. And then kind of push them in, and it's like a big bed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I had put it all together, and I, and I was going to lay down, and I remember thinking to myself that um, I should go get a drink of water. Well, right then and there, the, the room was dark, but right then and there, I, I thought that I heard somebody walking around the couch, so I thought it was my ex-husband, um, my husband at the time, but my ex-husband, and I didn't want to talk to him, so I acted like I was, 
story I was getting a little goosebumps I'm just like wow this sounds so the way you describe it just like I could just envision it in my head like the scenario After that, if you don't mind me asking, did you sleep in that den more, or did you pick no. another? No. <laughs> <laughs> same gentleman or was it like other things? No, no he, he saw other things. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have this theory that um, there are some people that are born um, just able to see things. Yeah. Um, and I remember now as an adult that I talk to my mother about it because when I was a kid and if I brought it up she would be like oh you're so silly yeah <laughs> yeah I know yeah I know I know <laughs> yeah so but now as an adult um and she tells me she says you know I used to tell you that you were silly because you know I didn't want you to get scared or feel like it was gonna happen to you yeah more but um no, there's no music here. Oh, I hear something outside. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, I have to get on it. I think I hear something outside. Oh, okay. So she tells me, she's, she says, you know, she's never seen anything. But she says, you know, your grandma used to see it all. You see things all the time. Um, my father has experienced those. My aunt had experienced those. And I just wonder if it's generational sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, I could see that theory too. Uh, yeah, it all depends. I think, like for me personally, I've never, the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me, well, two things that happened to me that were kind of weird when I was a child. Uh, I got told on my scary story episode when someone was like kicking in the door and I thought it was my sister and then when I ended up running out the, my sister I was by myself in the house so that was the first time that anything really happened to me and then uh, when I did my first investigation 
it is our very first video. My girlfriend and Luz here, they end up going to get breakfast. So in the place we stayed at was one of those older doors that you have to kind of lift up to push in, but also had a, it has, yeah, and it had a screen door, but it was one of those hook, hook ones that you have hook it from the inside. So they end up leaving. I stay in the room because I was going to do an outro for the video. And I, did I, uh, I end up closing the, the door and I hook the, the hook on there. And then I, uh, I'm doing the outro and I'm walking. It was a main uh, one bed and then there was a, a second room with like above beds. And I was walking into that room and I hear the door like latch. And I thought it was them. So I hear in the video, you hear me say like, hey, how was breakfast? And then I don't hear nothing, I look back and the door just opens. And I was like, holy moly. And yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after it happened, I was just like, okay, you made yourself known. Okay, I think I'm going to eat breakfast now. Yeah, I'm going to eat that. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I had that happen to me in my dad's house. And that was kind of weird. And when I told my dad, he didn't sleep like for days. And he's <laughs> like, why did you tell your dad that? <laughs> but yeah, I was spending the weekend at his house. Yeah. And I, I'm the only girl, right? I'm the only daughter. Okay. So my father, yes, yeah, my father spoils me. So <laughs> even though I'm as old as I am, like he watched house, um, he decorated the, um, the guest room yeah. for me. Okay. Like, it was yeah, your, your so room. Yeah, before he gets hot. Yeah, that's his thing. He 
Yeah. He's denying it, but obviously. So, he's already waking up, because it was like 6 in the morning, maybe 6, 6.30. And I said, I'm going to go back to sleep. He's like, okay. I went back upstairs, and um, I couldn't go back to sleep, so I was sitting on the bed, and I was reading. I decided I was going to read. Yeah. I was sitting on the bed, and sure enough, as I'm sitting there, the door's closed. Sure enough, the word that in her, I was waiting to meet my father, my <laughs> brother standing there. Wow. My stepmom. And the door, the, you hear the door turn. Yeah. The door not turn. Yeah, it's turned. Whoa. And I just looked, and nobody's there. And I just, I started laughing like a nervous. I was like, oh, oh my God. I got, I got there. <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I sprung up really fast, and you know, I went to the door to see, and I, you know, I went to go open my brother's door, and his door was locked. You know, I guess I guess I had knocked on it earlier and woke him up. He locked his whatever. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I tried to open it. And I knocked on it real fast, real hard. And then I ran downstairs and my dad painted, you know. Yeah. My dad's a older man. He can't run. It, the yeah. stairs is like exactly. Yeah. So he can't run. So I go upstairs again and, you know, my brother's looking like, what? You know, my brother's mad yeah. now. Did you just open the door? I was like, no, I'm going to sleep. predictable like sometimes people ask me um when you go to these places like does stuff happen does this happen and to be honest with you like you can, just can't predict it you there's no way for you to know if you go on this day or whatever it may be this time that stuff's gonna happen like it's always a theory that at night stuff does happen more common and and then the daytime but then again you, you, you know, you can't really control what the ghosts are going to do and how they interact with you, so... Yeah, it is, yeah how do you keep them too well? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so like I said, I always go back to the idea that it happens to certain people mm -hmm. and other people, and certain places are definitely haunted. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that certain people are haunted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally believe that too. Because I think, yeah, certain individuals, for whatever reason it may be, they have, if they've been cursed or they have that ability to 
latch on to stuff, you know, they play a game, they play the Ouija board, or they play, whatever it may be, they're, they're opening up doorways for attachments and other stuff to, to latch on to them, so, it's very cautious, like me personally, I, I would never play with the Ouija board or anything like that. Yeah, me neither, just, uh, it's like, can't miss, like, anything else, you can talk to people that have played it, and they say it's fake and nothing happens, but then you talk to individuals that have played with it and have conjured or have had bad experiences with it. So I just rather not even take the chance because once you open up like certain conjure up some stuff, you know, unless you honestly know how to get you know, put them back where they want to be put them back where they belong, you're just you know, you're messing with fate and I just I'd rather just avoid that. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. I definitely would not want to conjure anything up or put myself in a situation like that. And, and I believe that. I believe that people can definitely call for some, um, some evil entities that yeah. they don't particularly think that they are evil, but, you know, they are. And they come from, and they have a lot of problems. Like, you know, yeah, so difficult. Like. Then, team uh, around me like Luz she's uh, a great backup and I can see her even though she's younger than me I can see her as an equal we bounce off ideas and I really want to do like you're the first person besides us that that's going to find this out before the podcast comes out but we're trying to do a little I won't say like documentary but film us more as individuals and because sometimes our posts that we put out there, you know, it's just people could think that they don't know the hard work that goes into it. So I just kind of wanted to showcase a little bit about the behind the scenes a little bit more. And we've been filming more of that and just engaging with that concept of it. Just kind of yeah. allowing people to kind of see the real us. How we, that's why we come out like with the bloopers and just kind of, you know, it's, you know, it's not just, oh... You know, serious it is serious and stuff like that, but we do have a good time and it, we do interact yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 sure, definitely. I think that that, uh, like you said, you know, having the platform to be able to engage and then build that community and then do what you are interested in doing and then uh, grow it from there because you never know where this may lead you, right? Yeah. Um, what other types of investigations? 
yeah, but because I'll, I'll share something real quick uh, so when I first so I'm almost I'm 29 right now so I'm about to be 30 but throughout time like it's the weirdest thing like the last few months so before this before this year we started I was just not even on social media huh? no just keep recording because I use it for the podcast uh, I never really was on social media I really so I always thought I could be maybe some type of business. So I went to school, I Cal, you know, didn't do well because I just didn't have a vision. Like I wanted to be something, you know, business aspects of it. And I just didn't know, like you said, Cal, like you just go through this journey. And this fell into my into my lap, but like this whole podcast, like I've been, like everything I do, like I go from one, like you know how you Cal said, you open up one door and then there's like a, a thousand more. And like it's so weird because I get caught up into like the paranormal and like helping other people, other teams and other individuals like that. But then I come across like someone like you, for example, that has another passion and are intrigued about the paranormal, but you're not like per se like an investigator or you're not like, you, you know, like directly in the field in the sense that doing ghost books and stuff like that. But... I interact with you and I still put you on like the podcast just to engage and I think a lot of times people get too caught up with the hype and they start to feed in the sense that they get followers and they feel that they're you know Zach Baggins or there's someone you know too good for anyone else and the whole podcast the reason one of the big reasons I started bringing people on the podcast was I thought I had a good message. I was trying to make the investigation now about our team or myself. I was trying to make it about the story, about people being able just to experience investigation without being there. So I thought it was a good message. I thought it was a clever idea in this in this world that we live all about yourself, you know. So I reached out to a lot of podcasts and other individuals in the field and most of them, you know, didn't respond, didn't really interact with me. So I just took it upon myself and I had my best times just thinking by myself, just thinking about the what I want to do. And it came to a point that I was just like, you know what, instead of just being out there trying to wait for someone to find me, I'm going to find individuals. So then I create the podcast more specifically for that to give people just interacting this, just engagement and just being grateful for the people that do follow me and the people that do comment. And the funniest thing about it was I've been getting so much positive like feedback about it and helping people. Like I, I met this kid recently that was playing guitar. He liked paranormal stuff, but he was playing guitar and he, was, he wrote me one day well, I ended up commenting on his uh, page, 
and he writes, he D, he sends me a DM, and he was just like, um, I fo- I started following you. I just want to thank you for taking the time to comment, to like what I was doing. I've been doing this for three months. No one's ever commented besides my friend or family members. I truly appreciate it, and I just kind of like it touched my heart, and I was just like, wow, like you. Just the slightest thing of just commenting on someone's post, you know, could make their day or just make them more motivated to continue doing what, like what we talked about, doing what you want to do and follow your dreams and your passions. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of times I think to myself, um, like I put some videos on my Instagram where, um, well, this last one I was just talking about my writing process. Yeah. And I you show that you honestly care about because I think sometimes like you know you'd be surprised how many people reach out to me and they want something like advertisement promoters and stuff like that they they send me a message they see that you're doing well and they want to help you but it's always for a price and I for the most part I just try to if I'm going to help someone or I take the time to comment I'm not expecting nothing back I do it because I understand that kid's position at that point about, right, you know, when I first started, you don't get any, no one comments besides, you know, your friends or family, 
but you know you just have to keep going through it but I understand what he's going through so I could just relate to it so I just so I just try to continue to do that I know this I know, I know this conversation just went off to a different direction not paranormal stuff but Paranormal, right? This is just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Social media reality part part of it, but yeah, yeah, is reality of of the everyday life of being on social media, I guess. So it, it yeah, res yeah. resonates in it. Right. So you write. Well, what have you wrote? In? Well, what what kind of books have you have you wrote? Do you write articles, books, or what do you do? No. So my thing has always been short stories. Ah. Um, are short stories and I have published in the past. Wow. Um, now I'm actually writing my first novel. Wow, congratulations. Story. Yes, yes. Um, and so I've been working on that and I'm, I'm hoping to finish the first draft here very soon. And um, it does have elements of paranormal in it. So okay. It's, yeah, it is a. I don't want to say it's fantasy because I don't think it's fantasy, but it has some level. Yeah, there's some stuff there that's paranormal <laughs> that I'm that I'm working in. But it's about parallel universes. Okay. It's placed in, uh, in different dimensions. What? And my characters can go from one dimension to another. So. And I don't know. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff. No, it's fine. Uh, but once you finish it, I'll invite you to tell me, and then we'll do some type of promotion here. So we'll put you on. Uh, we'll put the book and stuff. Yeah, of course. Anything you know? You know. So funny you mentioned that. I, you know, I received a book today from the Bigfoot Foundation, and he sent me a book, a free copy. So I'm going to review it and have him on the show. Uh, probably, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. But. I want to read the book first, so I had an opinion about the, what he was talking about. Yeah, about his thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I have to do, like I said, I'm finishing the first draft, so first draft is the, with the crappy draft, so yeah. actually, I have to do a lot of rewriting, but definitely, I will do that. Yeah. Um, and, that and, and that's part of the reason I have my, uh, my blog on Instagram, because you know, I, I want people to get to know me and my thoughts, and you know, eventually, when I start talking about my book, when I get to that point, you know, I want to have a few people that are not my family members. Yeah. I'll say, oh, I'll read it because I know her and I exactly. know how she thinks. And, you know, this is interesting to read because they feel some kind of connection with me. Exactly. So but then I find that there's so many things out there that people are doing that I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, I'm interested in other people's stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah, you, you, yeah, social media is so weird like that because you might have something that you want to give, but then you interact with people and you find what they're doing, you're like, oh, that's so interesting. Then you get attached to yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, it's a two part thing. Where you want to give, but then you end up taking. Because yeah. And it has exactly. nothing to do with what I'm doing, but, you know, I like, yeah. No, like, I, I follow a lot of people that are, like, um, like, holistic people. Yeah. Not holistic at all. Right? I'm yeah. Not holistic at all. But I follow a lot of holistic people because I feel like what they do is so, like, 
sure taught it. Um, my son is a, a Marine, I'll give you an example. Um, and he, he was in, out in Okinawa. Uh, oh. Yeah, and he says that that place is, you know, that place is haunted. And huh. he's never experienced anything in his life. Oh, wow. Yeah, he called me one night and said, okay, Mom, I gotta tell you, you know, this place is haunted. Wow. 